0: To uh, rush out, and you rush out the door, and then you grab Kodak on your way. Gently. <laughs> Gently. The guy at the front desk does notice the employee leaving, but um, decides that he's too tired to actually deal with it because he may need to find a body at a graveyard soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gwen, thank you. Just leading the police all over (laughs) a a ghost chase all over town. I did
2: not do it on purpose. It's not illegal to ask who the graveyard is. No, but also, like, it's
0: brilliant because he's gonna go back there and be like, okay, so we're looking for a body in a graveyard and the other officers are just gonna look at him like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah,
2: Gwen is just wandering the streets.
0: Okay. Has she gone so far that she's not gonna be able to, that they're not gonna be able to find her No, I
2: think she's been, like, wandering off, and kind of wandering back,
0: and then wandering off. Okay, um, yeah, so you guys are gonna meet up in the middle of the street, and Kodak is striding very quickly towards you, because everyone else is very tall, and he's got little legs. Hey! Gwen, we have a lead!
2: Who, this guy?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, but no, he's, uh, he's not gonna join us, he's going somewhere else. Oh. Wait,
2: what about, uh, what's her name? Weren't we gonna beat her up?
0: Yeah, uh, so apparently she, um, was broken out by a guard. And...
2: They're not supposed to do that. They're not
0: supposed to do that. I know. That's what that guy was for. Because he saw the whole thing. And now he's a criminal. So he's going to run off and join Nike's crew. In the meantime, uh, he told us that she... We might be able to find somebody at the library to tell us where Lindsay is.
1: Ew, library?
0: Does Gwen know how to
2: read? You know they keep books there. That's the best <laughs> you asked the last time. It's because <laughs> every
0: time I bring up a book, you go, ew.
2: <laughs> Gwen can read. <laughs> She is capable. She just thinks the books are full of lies.
0: Okay, that's fair, yeah. Uh, so you guys head for the <laughs> library. It's, uh, like the guard said, it is massive. Like, it spans, uh, almost the whole, the whole block. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's these two really ornate double doors at the top of the staircase leading up, and there is a lot of people coming in and out of this library, and there is a sign over the doors that's like a big banner that says, Recently Reopened. Okay. Um, So, you know, traffic's pretty heavy in and out of the library because it's been closed. So, Mm -hmm. you go in, you guys just gonna, like, hang out outside.
1: I think Nike's gonna
0: go in. Mm -hmm.
2: So we're not finding the graveyard?
0: I mean, not yet. (sighs) She'll walk in. (laughs) Okay, so you all walk in the library. It is super busy. Roll perception. Kodak can't see shit. He's too short. There's too many people in here. Ten. (laughs) Ten.
2: Twelve. she doesn't know who they're looking for, though.
0: No, that's true. I-, I imagine that they filled her in on the way. So you guys look around, but there are just so many people just, like, swarming this library that you can't see the specific person you're looking for.
1: Okay, great. Um, Nike's going to go up to the front desk. Okay. Wait patiently in whatever line there is. Mm-hmm. And he is going to ask for the
0: library assistant. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, the girl at the front desk uh, goes... Oh, uh, are you, which one are you looking for? Because there's a few. Um, like,
1: you know what? I forgot her name. Um, she's a, she's a dragonborn.
0: Oh, Carly. Yeah. 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 Um, Carly is over in the fiction aisle that is all the way across there. Uh, you see that really, really tall shelf with all the colorful books on it and the mm-hmm. ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in there somewhere.
1: Okay. Thank you. And he's gonna go and I guess go that direction. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yeah, so you push your way through the crowd over there and you find, like she said, a, uh, a dragonborn on top of a ladder putting books back on a shelf.
1: Hi, sorry to bother you. Are you Carly?
0: Um,
1: yeah. Can I help you? Do you have any books by the author Lindsay Montague?
0: She drops the book she's holding.
1: <laughs> that one? Great. What's the synopsis of that?
0: Um, uh... I don't. I don't know. I haven't really read that one. Um, is she a particular favorite of yours? She's of interest. Role intimidation. Bad. Bad. <laughs> she is very high up and feels like she's at least somewhat safe from hitting her.
1: Nike would never hit a service
0: worker. No, um, but you are big and scary and clearly want information about a criminal. When you you know kind of go to make a, a motion, this ancient turtle woman appears you figure is probably like the actual librarian and she she comes in and like waves her cane at you and just like you can either stop harassing my assistants or you can leave i believe that uh the word harass
1: is a little strong madam all i was asking was for the author Lindsay montague your assistant didn't seem to know who she was i don't know you looked pretty intimidating to me (laughs) is that just because i'm seven foot tall and a minotaur no it's your body language that seems profiley to me. <laughs> if you could just point me in the direction of where she'd be, of where her books would be located,
0: I'd appreciate it. She hesitates, but she does look pointedly at the front door where you see a cloaked figure leaving through the traffic.
1: Okay. So Lindsay shaped he, He's gonna just, like, tip his head at her and uh, then walk purposefully
0: out the door. Actually, um... Before you can go after this person, you hear a massive rumbling, and the library starts to shake. Uh, like, the light fixtures start to rattle, and one of them falls and shatters on the ground. Kodak, who, looking up is his natural default, goes, Guys! And he points at the ceiling, and you see uh, what looks like rows of stalactites emerging from the ceiling and stalagmites to match emerging from the floor, and he realized they aren't rock, they're teeth. And the front door is slammed shut, the walls begin to crack as the ceiling seems to sink towards the floor, and the people panic and scramble, trying to open the doors, trying to smash the windows, but nothing seems to be working. A fearbulg throws a chair at one of the big windows in the front, but it just bounces off, and when it hits the window it almost sounds meaty as if he'd thrown it at a person, not glass. The teeth keep growing, but suddenly it all stops and there is a moment of tense silence broken only by books falling from leaning shelves and hitting the now soft and needy floor. Disgusting. In, the, in, the, Gross. In, in this silence, it almost sounds like the building is breathing. A typhling near you has just enough time to say what's happening, before a massive pinkish tentacle, which you quickly realize is a tongue, bursts through the back wall and grabs it. It retreats just as quickly, taking the screaming typhling with it. There's a horrible crunch from deep within the wall and the screaming stops. Uh, And then the tongue begins to snake back out. Roll initiative.
1: Oh. (laughs) Okay. Amber, don't roll. You have the amulet.
2: Right. Uh, I always like to roll to see what happens. I got a 16. 13.
0: 13. Okay.
2: Like, I hear roll for initiative. The die rolls.
0: The die (laughs) rolls. I forget you have the amulet half the time.
2: I listen to a podcast. I hear roll for initiative and I go. Uh Okay.
0: So, you rolled a
1: 16? Yes.
0: Kodak rolled a (laughs) 1. Um. Okay. When the massive tongue is sneaking back out of the hole in the wall, what do you do?
2: So I think she wasn't really paying attention to anything. She's just like going around like poking books and things. And then the building starts to shake and she like totally freezes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you see her like try and do a magic uh-huh. about it. Uh-huh. And she's like, it's not working. Because mm-hmm. the building's made of flesh. Yes. I think she freaks out a little bit. That's
0: fair. <laughs> That's a valid reaction.
2: So you guys just hear from, like, a couple shelves down. what the f***?
0: <laughs> Is that your action? Um, <laughs> it's panic? <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna,
2: I'm gonna make, I'm gonna roll a wisdom saving throw for myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. She manages to pull her shit together. Okay. With a 17. Yeah, I'm gonna go for that tentacle tongue. Okay. I'm gonna try to wrap my extendo gamma around it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to go, and 23.
0: Okay, you you throw your thing at it, and it wraps around and stops it just before it can grab another uh, library patron. From somewhere deep within the building, you can almost feel more than you can hear the, the vague screech of annoyance.
2: I do not like that. Has it just got the one tongue? <laughs> okay, I pull it as tight as I can.
0: It screeches louder.
2: Nugging! What? Can we explode this thing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Everyone is still inside the building. For the record. <laughs> aim
2: for the uvula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So that is your action. You yank. I guess you're a monk. You have like 15 actions. right? Well,
2: yeah, but I have to. Um, I have to do an attack first. I uh, believe.
0: Does that um, not count as an attack?
2: If you are the GM, you can tell me if a grapple is an attack.
0: I don't know the rules well
2: (laughs) enough, honestly. Um, I think rules is written, a grapple is not an attack, so I can't use my, I can't use my flurry of blows. Um, I'll, I will spend, nah, no, I'm good.
0: Okay, you're just gonna hang on to it? Yeah. Okay. I can my turn. Yep, Nike, it is your turn. Okay. So,
1: can I call a, I guess, a party meeting? Mm -hmm. So I have two options here. Mm -hmm. I have three options um i can shoot a poison arrow i can do the frag grenade or sleep arrow yes
2: i think poison arrow would be good well so does it does it give them the poisoned condition yes that's a good thing we want that to happen. we want that to happen
1: so if that doesn't work
2: or if you do frag grenade, we have free sound effects outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yes, but again, this is a very full room of people. There will be consequences if you use the frag grenade. Okay. Like I'm not stopping you. Right. Uh. Um. So
1: I think Nike's big. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he's gonna climb the ladder that Carly. Carly. Carly's on. And then like I don't think she's on it anymore, to be bare. honest. <laughs> he's gonna climb the ladder and then scale the top of the
0: the well the very precarious leaning
1: shelf. Yes. Okay. And he is going to yell in his in his big Minotaur voice TO the front Get to the doors Okay. Uh can you And he's gonna and he's gonna
0: ruddy his bow. Can you uh Yeah, actually, no that's yeah, we'll just call that. Um, everyone who is not in a panic state of freeze uh, hears you and starts to move and grabs everyone else who is just stuck there. Okay, so now I roll? Yes. So.
1: What are you doing? I'm shooting the frag grenade down the thing's throat. Okay. Oh, no, this is just something I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can use the action and spend two charges... To fire an arcane arrow at a point within range, it explodes on impact, spraying the area with razor-sharp pieces of rock. Each creature within a 20 feet of the impact point must make a DC 15 dex save, but it's a building, mm-hmm. um, taking 5d6 piercing damage on a failed save and or half as much on a successful one. So, so fire it straight down the throat? Yep. So, 5d6. Yep. Okay. And the
2: books are exploded, which, Quin. When- love...
1: <laughs> or at least in that Yeah Or at least in that area So There's one Two Three Gonna use a metal one for good luck Or Two metal ones for good luck Five Teeth brushing noises 6, 12, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23,
0: 25. 25, okay. Yes, yeah, so you shoot it right down this thing's throat. There is just a moment of silence before it explodes. And you hear the most, like, guttural screech come out of it. And as it does this, um, because it is now its turn, it- do I have to make a grapple check for the tongue?
2: Um, I would say yes.
0: Well, I rolled an 18.
2: Yeah, that seems grapply.
0: Yeah, okay, so- you're going for me? Well, you're stuck to it, so, um, actually what it does-
2: So it's just pulling me in? Yeah,
0: um, it's in reaction to being blown up from the inside, uh, yanks its tongue with you still attached to it across the floor- and. What's your AC? Uh,
2: 18.
0: And it drags you across a bunch of teeth.
2: Ouchie. Ouchie!
0: <laughs> 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 For. For 12 damage. Alright. And oh. it's now Kodak's turn. He is going to, because as, as it's swinging you around, it is swinging you towards him. So he is going to try and smash the tongue. And he does, and it stops, because he just, like, slams it into a bunch of teeth. And, yeah. <laughs> and then it also takes extra damage from being pierced on its own teeth. And then it is Gwyn's turn again. You have just been dragged a bunch across, across a bunch of teeth. Are you still holding on, or did you just let go?
2: <laughs> I am still holding on. Okay. I'm going to use my bracelet of fuck you Okay. to up my AC, so I get plus 3 AC for this round, which gives me 21. Yeah, so I just double down on this. I've got the ball end, Mm -hmm. and it's the end with the sickle, and I just yank on it really hard Mm -hmm. in an attempt to just, like... Cut the tongue out. Well, uh, yeah, basically.
0: And part of it is impaled on its own teeth. Um, So,
2: should I make my sickle attack? Yeah. Seventeen.
0: That does not hit, but I think since Codex got it pinned, I think I can give you advantage. No. Okay. <laughs> you yank really hard and manage to get it the chain around it tighter.
2: Okay. And you well, can kind of
0: start to dislodge it from its own teeth.
2: Okay. In that case, so the thing is, I I don't know if I can do flurry of blows because it is. Not in my range, because I have not argon on it. Well, mm-hmm. Wait, it grabbed me, right?
0: No, it, uh... Or it's just dragging you. It AC. dragged you with your... Okay, with so your
2: I'm chain. not in melee range <laughs> of it. So I think I'm going to use my bonus action to do patient defense. Okay. That means um, I will spend a key point, and so I'll be dodging. So it has disadvantage mm-hmm. on me. And my AC is 21.
0: Okay. Cool. Nike?
1: Um... I'm going to throw another frag grenade down its throat. Okay. That's another, I guess, 5d6, right? Yep. 22. 22. All right. I was hoping I was going to roll a Yahtzee. Ah.
0: <laughs> so you do this, and again, it makes that sound. Gwyn, when you pulled on it, you gave it enough purchase to uh, dislodge itself from its own teeth. And so it's going to fling its tongue up. And I'm assuming you're still holding on. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's going to fling you at the teeth on the ceiling. Cool. At disadvantage. At disadvantage.
2: Come <laughs> on, uh, bro. No, it flings
0: you up, but you you just graze the teeth on the ceiling, but not enough to actually cause any damage.
2: I do a cool flip.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, and then it is Kodak's turn. He's just going to swing around and start trying to take some teeth out. That's valid. I'm going to use my bonus attack, because I forgot I'm a fighter and I can do that. (laughs) Uh, um,
1: Maybe look at your own character sheet. (laughs) Listen,
0: (laughs) so the first attack, uh, he swings and his hammer hits the tooth and it doesn't, it cracks, but it doesn't fall or anything. And then he takes a a second swing at it and knocks it to the ground. So he has taken out a tooth. And now it is Gwyn's turn again. So you have been flung at the ceiling. It didn't manage to impale you on its top teeth.
2: Land a little bit closer to the tongue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take the other end of my saragama. I'm gonna throw it so it goes around it like a tether ball and whacks it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I used to be very good at that game. You can't find them anymore. No.
2: Too many kids got their teeth knocked out. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Wimps. That was not a good attack. Eight. Do I get advantage for it already being attached to it?
0: I think since you're technically still grappling it.
2: Yeah. Uh, 20.
0: That, modified. That does hit, yes.
2: That does an amount of damage, mm-hmm. which it is four.
0: <laughs> Woo!
2: Uh, and then I follow it up with uh, two rapid fire kicks. Okay. My key points to six, and then I do two on strikes. That is a lot, and that is 11.
0: What was the first one?
2: Um, it was 17 plus six, which is okay, a very high
0: yeah, yeah. number. Um, so the first one hits, and uh, but you overcalculate your strength and kick away from it and miss the second one.
2: Okay, the first one does eight damage. Nice. And I'm gonna also, while I'm at it, with my key point spending, pump a um, stunning strike into that. And it's going to make a constitution saving throw.
1: Okay. It's a building. (laughs) And for sure its constitution modifier is pretty high, unless Mr. DM just rolled a one.
0: Yeah, I did, actually. (laughs) Um, So now
2: it's it's stunned until the end of my next turn.
1: Oh, okay. Great, love that. (laughs) Cool, cool. Um, Can I keep... I have an idea. Okay, I'm willing to hear it. So I'm not sure if I want to do this quite yet. So I can use my last charge because the frag grenades are two charges each, and but it's a five charge bow. Um, Smoke bomb. You can use an action to expend one charge to fire an arcane arrow, which lands at a point within range and starts to emit a cloud of smoke. One round after it lands, the smoke creates a heavily obscured area with a 20-foot radius. A moderate wind disperses the smoke in four rounds. A uh, strong wind disperses it in one. So what I was thinking about doing, if the DM would allow it because it's already taken throat damage is tossing the smoke bomb Mm -hmm. down there and causing it to cough and do acid damage to, to,
0: to itself. Okay. That does run the risk of it spitting acid on everybody inside. Mm, Yeah. See, that's why
1: I didn't
2: use the smoke to give it throat cancer.
0: (laughs) Slow death. (laughs) Slow
2: death.
1: (laughs) It's the long con. Thinking whether or not I want to run the risk of, um, I have a question. Sure. I might save that idea. Um, There are lots of things in this thing's mouth,
0: correct? You are all technically in this thing's mouth at this point. Yes, but there are a
1: lot of things. Um, Would I be able to add my sneak attack bonus to it? Yeah. All right, so I'm just gonna, like, stab a piece of it, not a tooth, whatever is closest to me.
0: You're on the ladder? You're on top of a shelf still? Yes. Yes. Um, honestly, the t- the ceiling is probably I'm just gonna like take my
1: cutlass and just
0: jam it up into the ceiling.
1: Yeah, right. or, like force it through the soft palate, scramble its brain. Scramble its brain. <laughs> Unorthodox lobotomy.
0: <laughs> I don't know if your sword is quite long enough to reach its brain, but sure.
1: Uh, that's what she said. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was <literally> about to... <laughs> is it still stunned? Yeah. Good. They get a panic. Because <laughs> that was bad. Uh, 21. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Seven. And then plus sneak attack. So seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 16.
0: So when you go to stab it in the ceiling, in the in the top of its mouth, scrape your, your arm against one of its teeth. And you take... 11 damage.
2: Alright, that's
0: not the worst. Kodak's gonna keep hitting teeth. And he misses both times. Uh, well, he he manages to hit two teeth and crack them, but... Right, not yeah. enough to actually do any damage. Yeah. Okay. And Gwyn.
2: My weapon now being just kind of wrapped around its tongue, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, like, jump up and slam the tongue with the full force of my body. Okay. Just completely, just like, elbows down, like...
0: I'm not sure what that constitutes. ...wrestling
2: move. I believe it would be just an unarmed strike, yeah?
0: Yeah, I feel like it.
2: As a monk, my unarmed strikes kick ass.
0: Are you going to try and do this onto its teeth, or are you just trying to, like...
2: Um, onto the tongue. Um, I'm smashing the tongue. Yeah, are you smashing
0: the tongue onto the teeth?
2: This is... yes. Okay. This is somebody's game. Uh, 17.
0: You, You manage to wrap yourself around the tongue... And you try and use the weight of your body to drag it down onto the teeth, but you just kind of manage to, like, knee it a little bit.
2: Uh, Do I have anything in my inventory that's, like, helpful?
0: (laughs) I mean, now's a good place to kick it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just gonna... Okay. I'm losing my key points fast. I'm gonna headbutt it twice. Okay. Okay. Uh, natural
0: 20. Nice. Nice!
2: Uh, so that does uh, 11 damage. And then the next one, 24.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: 4, no. 6 damage.
0: 6 total damage. I shouldn't
2: have rolled it that second time. It's just. Okay. No, wait. I was adding 2. I should have been adding 6. Um, balls. <laughs> so that second one was actually. 10 damage, and then the other one was 13 damage. So 23 damage. You... I slam my face wetly into the tongue twice. That's so
0: gross! (laughs) And it gives a great colossal screech, flings you off, the doors open, everyone runs out, as the building begins to collapse.
2: Yep cool, I'm gonna run and I'm gonna grab a random passerby,
0: I just tuck him under my arm <laughs> and go out the mouth. Yep, everyone, uh, I, I think that's probably Nike's plan, too. Yep, yeah. everyone grab I, somebody and run. Which I guess for, would be Casey and the I, uh, and the turtle. Yeah, I, I figured, um, maybe the frag grenade would end up being the killing blow, not Gwen headbutting it in the tongue, but um, <laughs> here we are.
1: Uh, Magic, I'm, Yeah! yeah. <laughs>
0: So as the crowd is uh, dispersing and everyone is running home, you do see the cloaked figure waiting on the corner. Oh, want a
2: tackler. Oh, okay. You want to roll for initiative?
0: Next in the initiative order.
1: Um, yeah, actually, I mean, uh,
0: honestly. Nike is next in the initiative order, So, and it's his personal vendetta, I feel like, so uh,
1: uh for it. So Nike is going to, like, he's going to use the... Um, the movement for Goring Rush and just bolt across the street. But he's not actually going to try and... No, because okay. I would also have to use that in um, in tandem with Hammering Horns. And he's just going to, like, grab this cloaked figure and shake. And shake. As hard as he
0: can. The hood comes off and you see that it is, in fact, Lindsay. And she is laughing. Okay. For narrative
1: purposes... Um, I think Nike is just to the point of like maybe just cold-blooded murdering this person.
0: That's up to you. But I feel like that's not gonna further the story. it honestly, do what you want. I actually have that in my notes. Do what you will. <laughs> mm.
2: I can smack you upside the head if you want. Oh,
1: God. it's it's not that would also maybe. okay, so. She's laughing, and Nike is getting redder and redder and angrier and angrier and the grip around the cloak is tightening and moving up. and Nike And
0: yeah, Nike. Kat Kodak has also kind of caught up at this point and he was like, "Bud, man, Hey, and you guys you're strangling her. My dude in the middle of this busy town square. Uh, uh, nobody is trying to stop you because most of the crowd out here is still in a panic from, oh my god, the Mm -hmm. building was a mimic. Um, and they are pretty, um, engrossed in the rubble that was the library, um. Valid. Is
2: the street made of dirt? Yeah. Can I cocoon her?
0: (laughs) Um, you know what? I, uh, both of you roll a 20.
1: Any modifiers to no, that? Flat that? 18?
0: Four? Um You attempt to cocoon her, but you are,
1: It's a very slow. Process. It's a very it's a
0: very slow process, and you're just still like strangling her. <laughs> are you intent on murdering her?
1: <laughs> I think for story purposes, no, like it's not going to be the intention. I think Okay, so I think I think maybe here's what happens, if okay. I can okay. take the narrative for a second. Um So I think he is, like, very slowly closing his hands around her skin... What? Her... She's skinny. Her skinny-ass mm-hmm. neck. But hearing Kodak okay. and Gwen specifically try to stop him
0: mm-hmm.
1: gives him a very brief pause. And so... He just forces her to the ground, and now she has is. a hoof on her. Uh, and now has a hoof on
0: her chest. Okay, she was um, midway cocooned, so her feet were like good. Break her ankles. I don't okay, care. Okay, okay. <laughs> just uh, I want you to make sure we're all ha- picturing the same thing. Um, it probably be more like she's like. I feel like you got the cocoon up to her knees, and she was a little bit off the ground when this happened. So she is just kind of like.
2: <laughs> I'll just start cocooning her the other direction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, cuz Kodak just like listen, listen, we're here for answers. Then you can kill her.
2: What's your deal with moons?
1: <laughs> she doesn't answer you.
2: Persuasion check.
1: Can I help? Yeah.
2: Um I'm going to I will tickle you. <laughs>
0: What's her deal with the moods? Eat the
1: candy, John. Eat the candy, John. <laughs> um, you want to roll Intimidation? 11. 19? 19, okay. Um, so as she's yelling that...
0: Uh, she's she, going <laughs> to tickle
1: Lindsay. Nikki is just gonna, like, pull out his his pistol uh, and level it, like, dead center. Because he is too close to miss. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, she... She stops laughing, but she is still smiling. Um, And she just kind of mumbles something. Her voice is a little hoarse because you were strangling her a second ago. Um, You can't quite make out what she said.
2: What was that? (laughs) Lindsay? Speak up a little, please?
0: Uh, She just kind of halfway starts to laugh again and then just says, You passed the test. And that's all she tells you. Do. Does
1: Kodak maybe wanna like kick this bitch for some information?
0: Kodak's keeping watch to make sure y'all don't get arrested. Valid. <laughs> Alright.
1: I am continuing to cocoon her.
0: Okay. It is up to her neck now. She's not budging.
2: I am leaving some air holes. <laughs> and I suppose just a big hole around Nike's hoof.
0: <clears throat> and his gun. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm not leaving
0: a gun hole. <laughs> well, it is kind of like pretty much on her face. So,
1: Well, I mean, if he's got his hoof on her, he's just like oh, that's down rubbish. his leg. yeah. yeah. Um, He's going to shift his weight forward because he's got her pinned, right? Right. right. But you've got to remember, he's like a 500 plus pound minotaur.
0: You hear so- a crack. Yeah.
1: Dude. You want to try that again? I think you're
2: breaking her.
0: She doesn't say anything. And at this point is fully cocooned.
2: Okay. Like, normally I'm all for, you know, the glorious violence. Um. But I do want to figure out what her fucking deal is. Okay. Can you please lift up your hoof so I can cocoon her? He's going to need a full body cast, I think.
1: <laughs> I definitely heard something go... He, he He's going to stay for a second. Mm-hmm. He's going to breathe.
0: Remember, what his therapist taught him?
1: As little as it's been helping recently. Uh-huh. He's going to uncock and reholster his pistol and take a step off of her.
0: Okay. So she is she is this weird, like, checkmark shape on the ground, because, again, you were getting her cocoon midair,
2: uh-huh. and then
0: her knees, she was just bent at the knees into the ground, so.
2: I'll just snap off the cocoon like a pee off of the stalk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so you and your weird isosceles triangle uh, just...
2: I don't know that she's isosceles, no, she's... unless her lower legs are really long.
0: Well, okay, now what's, uh, what's the other triangle? She's an
2: acute triangle. An acute
0: triangle, yeah. You're in your weird triangle. (laughs) Uh, The wedge. (laughs) The wedge that was Lindsay Montague. (laughs) She is still alive in there. She's just not speaking.
2: So about that graveyard, as I drag a person (laughs) 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 Like (laughs)
0: dirt-covered.
1: And the cycle of stupidity is completed. (laughs) Our theme song is done by Sean Hogan. Our podcast is DM'd by Max Jackson, who also plays Kodak. Nike is played by RJ Mercota. And Gwyn is played by Amber Griffin. This has been The Bear Table. Thanks for listening.